Hello, and welcome to the World Fellows Podcast. My name is Emma Skye, and I'm director of the Yale World Fellows Programme. My guest today is Ibrahima Amadounian, a creative activist, poet and author. Ibu, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here for this conversation with you, Emma. Ibu, you were born in Senegal. When did you discover you have a talent with words? So when I was a child, I was very shy. You know, the only times when I, when I would probably step out of my shell would be, you know, on the occasions when my, my dad would take me and my siblings to the beach. And there was a process I would use to positively, positively influence my, my dad. I would write him letters and I would use the name of his best friend. Then the message, the content of the letter would be, Dear Mr. Nyang, I am kindly asking you to take your children to the beach. And then I would nervously slide this letter under his uh, bedroom door and then run away. And then when my dad would open this door, he would go back into his room with the letter and I would anxiously wait for him to, to come back. And then he would just wait for like five or ten minutes and then as he opened the door, he would be like, Yes, Ibu, can you please, and you and your siblings get ready. You know, we are going to go to the beach. And uh, that was my way of influencing him. And we all laughed about it. You know, we knew I was being creative. But that was really the for me, an opportunity to, to influence my dad. So I, I realized very early the importance of, of writing and the importance of using words to move people from, from awareness to action. And also, some, when my dad would take his annual leave, he would take us all to the beach and to other places around uh, town, you know. And uh, in those places, we would have different experiences with my, my cousins and, with, and my siblings. And every night when we would sit together, uh, you know, to kind of have a discussion, you know, share some stories, people would always be so moved by the way I was, you know, reporting some of those experiences that we were, you know, that we had gone through during the day. So at that time, everyone was like, yeah, Ibu, you know, I think you really have something, you know, with words. You are really talented. And I, I was aware of that very early in my life. And then, of course, throughout the, the years, I had opportunities to meet other people who were mentors, people who really inspired me. And this helped me, you know, grow uh, as a writer and a poet. Well, and you really have grown. I mean, as an adult, you've got a PhD in political science. You're a political writer and a published poet. Why do you still write? You know, I think uh, I like this uh, saying by Anne Frank, who said that I can shake off everything as I write. My sorrows disappear. My courage is reborn. So, you know, writing uh, helps me reflect on my experiences and helps me also learn from them. So uh, I write to learn from, you know, the good things that happened in my life, but also to, uh, to learn from my failures, you know, acknowledging them, acknowledging the failures and also being able to, you know, to reflect on them. You know, by putting words on a paper, uh, it feels more real for me. I can touch my emotions, I can play around with them, and I can actually be uh, in touch with reality. And I also write to, to communi communicate with, with others. Uh, for somebody who's so passionate about 
social justice and who's so passionate about uh, the promotion of, of, of democracy, writing is a way of you know, generating new ideas and also starting important conversations. Uh, and finally, I, I write also to stimulate interest or action around the causes that I really believe in. You know, these are social justice, you know, democracy, and, 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 and governance. Because I've realized that, you know, sometimes it's not real enough to, uh, you know, raise awareness of people. It's not enough to uh, provide them with the, the information they need on the, on the subject. It is more important to move them uh, because it's with emotions that people move from awareness to action. So, I mean, for over a decade, you have been striving to advance democracy and human rights across Africa. And this has not just been through your writings. What else have you been doing? So I've been working in the <laughs> development ecosystem for more than uh, 11, 12 years. Uh, I've been around the ecosystem, as, as, as we say. I've worked for an NGO in Senegal. I work for an international uh, organization, the International Institute for Democracy and Electoral Assistance. And now I'm working for the Open Society Foundation, which is a donor, a grant-making organization. So I've been across the, you know, the, um, the ecosystem. Uh, I've been really involved in my early life in election, election observation, you know, traveling across Africa, supporting electoral processes with institutions such as the African Union, the Economic Community of West African States, so contributing to the reporting around electoral processes and promoting the integrity of, of elections on the continent. I've also, uh, you know, as part of my work with the International Institute for Democracy and Electoral Assistance, I helped uh, set up youth inter-party dialogues in in many uh, West African countries. You know, helping youth to uh, from political parties to to understand issues, to uh, you know, to debate with one another, and to come up with with constructive uh, you know recommendations for for policy options. I've also been traveling to many places in Africa, training election administrators because I am an uh, expert trainer when it comes to elections with a very uh, renowned curriculum called the Bridge Curriculum, uh, which is recognized by the United Nations, by all the election assistant providers. Uh, so I've been going around and helping uh, election management bodies uh, in uh, West African countries, helping political parties and civil society you know, acquire the, the skills and the knowledge needed to contribute to you know uh, the integrity of of electoral processes, I've also been you know uh, part of expert groups, and uh, a few years ago I was part of the electoral integrity expert group, which was uh, established by the Electoral Institute for uh, Sustainable Democracy in Africa. Uh, you know, giving the West African perspective and helping them uh, you know build. Uh, a tool to to assess uh, election integrity on the continent, and obviously, you know, more and more, I've been contributing to developing tools to promote 
uh, accountability, you know, tools that are used by uh, NGOs, that are used by uh, uh, other stakeholders in the, uh, you know, democratic process, uh, such as, uh, you know, curricula, so training modules, uh, you know, um, uh, toolkits, uh, helping NGOs generate new ideas, but also develop processes to be to be more effective at holding governments accountable. And now, <laughs> which is what I'm doing with the Open Society Foundations, I'm uh, uh, doing grant making and, and advocacy around democracy issues. Now, I imagine that this work can be quite stressful. How do you keep so calm and composed? Well, it's it's a very uh, it, it can be very stressful, but you know I think I am somebody who's really committed, and once there is commitment and there is passion, you know uh, challenges become uh, opportunities. So I I really avoid making assumptions, and I always try to you know to uh, look at the full the full picture. Uh, I I. I Oftentimes, switch into an attitude of, of gratitude when I'm facing facing challenges. You know, uh, acknowledging the the good things that are that are happening, and also writing helps me. You know, turn uh, negative energy <laughs> into something really, really, really po- positive. And I do keep an an open mind at at all times. I don't allow my emotions to you know to be manipulated or controlled. And uh, when working on an issue, I always, you know, look at the, you know, think about the beneficiaries, you know, think about the, the end result. And that keeps me, you know, moving, that, that motivates me. And then, of course, you know, I, I really try and take care of myself, uh, you know, exercising a lot and <laughs> going to the gym. So you speak of passion and commitment. What's your dream? Well, I have many dreams, but my biggest dream is to return to, to Senegal, maybe you know, in a few years, who knows, and you know, permanently live there and serve my country to the best of my abilities. And this could be uh, through politics, you know, this could be through, through civil society, uh, but definitely, you know, I want to, to give back to my country and be permanently based there and be an actor of change, you know, working to promote democracy, to promote human rights, and, you know, to uh, promote social justice on a daily basis. So, Ibu, please could you read to us one of your poems? With pleasure. (laughs) I will read this poem uh, entitled Art of Letting Go. So, basically, this is a poem I've, I've, I've written uh, during my stay here at Yale. So I must say the World Fellows Program has been an amazing opportunity for me, and I also finished uh, a book on uh, a tale on a boy and a pelican, which is called The Resurrection of the Singing Pelican. So this poem is entitled Art of Letting Go. A man went on top of a mountain, so well determined to face their pain, the world would hear all they had to say, even if it would take the whole day. Sitting down, they made paper airplanes, each grief prefaced with the word away. As they threw them, they came back in rains, drowning every other sunray. Yet again, 
were they lost in despair, deeply wondering what to do next. The gentle wind offered them a chair. Dear, are you looking for a pretext? To sit? I am already seated. Yes, you are on the merciless past. Meet your future who has long waited, expectant, loving, and enthusiast. Where shall I find the strength to let go? Take a deep breath to free your bowels, then arm your lips and move them to blow as you lose the dust you find jewels. Yes, that is the poem, one of the poems that I've written over my, you know, the, the course of my stay here at Yale. Ibu, that was beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Emma. Very grateful. <laughs>